Hello, welcome back to another episode with so Social Media School with Sonia Kilji. I am super, super excited about today's episode. In fact, I was just kind of really looking forward to recording this all day because this girl's account is so freaking dope. Like, it's just so cool. And anyone that follows her can probably attest to the fact that she's got insane amounts of personality talent and just super successful. So before I introduce today's guest, I just want to remind everyone to please join us in the Facebook group, Social Media School with Sonia Kelji. That's S-A-N-I-A-K-H-I-L-J-E-E. -E. It is a free Facebook group where we do a Q&A with the guest after the episode is released. We also have a ton of other episodes in the group as well as free training videos and whatnot. So join us there. Now today we're going to be talking TikTok and LinkedIn growth hacks, especially when it comes to being a musician and how musicians can leverage it for success. So today's guest, Jade Vincent, she is a TikTok influencer with over 1.4 million followers. And let me tell you, I mean, her accounts are awesome, both on TikTok and LinkedIn. The engagement is insane. So she's going to be talking to us a little bit today about some of her tips and tricks of the trade. Welcome, Jade. Hi, nice to meet you. Nice to meet you too. I've been super excited about this um, because your level of success on TikTok, I mean, I have been talking to people with, you know, like 100,000 followers and 10,000 and things of that sort, but 1.4 million is kind of next level. So I wanted to know how you felt when you hit that 1 million mark. Oh my goodness, when I hit a million followers, it was the most unreal feeling ever. Like, I've never experienced anything like that. And because, like, hopping onto TikTok and everything, my intentions weren't to blow up and be this big. My intentions were just to pass some time. So when I hit a million followers, it was just such a surreal moment. And I felt a little bit of everything at once. Like, I wanted to laugh I wanted to cry I kind of wanted to throw up a little bit like I was feeling everything it was it was so amazing I mean I think so for me it's actually really funny because my Facebook was exactly that 1.4 million followers and it's kind of it's unfortunately dropped down to 1.3 because I just don't put in a lot of ad spend anymore nowadays um but you know I can I can attest to the fact that it's kind of surreal to know that there's people behind those numbers, like actual millions of people, you know, that exactly. are consuming your content and giving their attention and their time to you. Yeah, it's, it's crazy, but it's, it's such an amazing feeling. <laughs> so tell me, when you got on TikTok, you know, how long did it take for you to get to that kind of like million mark? I mean, it didn't take too long at all. Um, I've, only been on TikTok for about a year now, a little bit just over a year, and I've had around a million followers for a couple months now, so it didn't take too long. That's insane. You know, I feel like early, early adopters got onto TikTok when it was back when it was musically. That's when the earliest adopters got on. Then there was like the wave of like the whispers of it about six months ago, you know, where we were hearing that it was blowing up, right? Marketers and stuff like that. And now during the quarantine, everybody and their mom is on TikTok. Oh yeah. Everybody's on TikTok now. Like everyone's quarantine goal is 
to get TikTok famous. So I think that there is a lesson there for people in the fact that when you're an early adopter to a platform, there is a massive, massive opportunity to win. Exactly. Exactly. I feel, I feel very um, lucky to have blown up when I did um, because TikTok was very fresh. It was very new um, and not too many people were on it at the time. And then that's when I started to blow up. So I feel very lucky to have secured my uh, spot while I have because now everybody's got the same goal and that's to just blow up right now. So I'm happy I did it when there weren't too many competition. Some people are going to feel upset by this. Like, hey, you know, I missed the boat. But here's the thing. The whole world's still not on it yet. We're not like saturated like the way Instagram was. Exactly. Now is when all of the bloggers are on it and the marketers are on it, right? And the general population, right? And the young, like the young kids, like I'm old as hell, so I can say that. Um, But like, it's going to kind of start to age up in, let's say, I would say like, what, a year or so? What do you think? Yeah, I think, I think about a year. So there's still opportunity. So I had my first uh, video, I guess, exceed 10,000, 20,000 views just today, actually. And I can say, like, I have never been excited, this excited for a platform in my entire life. Same. I love all socials, but TikTok is 100% my favorite. Like, I spend hours and hours on the app. Like, I actually had to put a timer on, like, so I don't spend too much time on the app because I'm that addicted. But I, I definitely seeing it going absolutely crazy. I mean, it already is, but I'm excited to see what happens in the future. So now you mentioned to me right before we jumped on that you do this full time. So talk to me about the journey of not only growing your account, what kind of tactics and tricks and tips that you might recommend, and then how it how you eventually monetized that following. Because I think building an audience is one challenge. Monetizing is it's completely on animal. Exactly. Yeah, so I I just started posting comedy videos and skits at the beginning. And um, they would only get like a couple, like maybe 10 views if I was lucky. Um, and I I was okay with that. I was totally fine with it. So I just keep doing it. And then I saw this one guy uh, dancing on the app and I was like oh I want to do that too because I've been dancing all my life it's something I'm really passionate about so I I would just dance on the app and that's when I started to gain a lot of attention because it's something that I'm good at because I've been doing it since I was really little I've been dancing since I was four years old I grew up with it um, and I started to gain a lot of attention from that. And I feel like the reason why I grew so fast is because of my engagement. I would always reply to messages. I would always reply to comments. Um, I'd always keep in contact with the people that would comment on my videos or follow me or reach out to me even. So that's how I kind of maintained and kept that growth. And I kept the loyal supporters. Um, because I just, I made sure I was engaging with them and I was always giving back uh, to the people that had given me this opportunity. Um, and the way that I monetized. I'm sorry, quick question there. So when someone likes, I understand like, I, like for example, I reply to every comment, but when someone just likes your post as well, will you sometimes just go and engage with those accounts as well? 
yeah sometimes if i see that somebody's liked a couple of my videos like at one time like where they've kind of spammed me with likes i'll go and give them some likes as well just to say thank you okay i love that i love the reciprocity there and i think it says a lot that even at the level that you are you're still taking so much time to just i guess engage and just to respect the community that you've built around you because it's not about having followers it's about building a community exactly and that's what i say to so many people because i always say anybody can be popular absolutely anybody can have hundreds and thousands of followers maybe even millions but not everybody has what it takes to be a real influencer and take the time out of their day to actually like communicate with that um with their like community so well i want to thank you because it was remarkably simple to just get into touch with you to set this podcast up. I think you're very humble. And a lot of times, I mean, I'm sure you have seen this with people when they, when they blow up and reach that level of success, it kind of goes to them and it impacts like just their response. They don't really respond to people, you know, things of that sort. So I'm glad that you're highlighting communication as one of the tools that you've used. And then you were just about to transition into the journey of how you started to monetize. Yeah, so I never really knew that I could make money on TikTok. I just I just was like, oh, I was happy with like the followers and all that. And then um, I had some like uh, music producers reach out to me and music labels and they're like, hey, could you use this song for this amount of money? And I was like, whoa, you can make money from this? Like, this is crazy. Um, because I had no idea what it, like any, I knew nothing about being an influencer at the time. Like, because this was when I had around like 200,000 followers. Um, like this all happened very fast, like very fast. Like I'm talking like weeks. Um, so when I found out that I could make money from uh, posting videos on TikTok uh, through like music artists and stuff, I was amazed. And um, that's when like once I started to get like, like um, frequent, um, like uh promotional deals and stuff like my stepdad was like you should get onto linkedin and i was like what's that like i had no idea so i, I hopped on it and then uh, this helped me monetize on tiktok a lot as well you know what jade let's talk about that for a second because first off i'm gonna give your stepdad kudos for that because okay first off like linkedin and tiktok are the two highest growth platforms for organic reach right now. However, in everyone's head, TikTok's fun and for kids and LinkedIn's old and boring and for just professionals. And here's the thing, it's not. And by combining both, you are like a superpower right now compared to a lot of people that are just playing on TikTok and Instagram. Yeah, I get told that a lot, but I try to tell like all my friends that are on TikTok to hop on LinkedIn too, because it's opened so many opportunities for me. And I feel like being able to dominate two different types of platforms, like completely different. Cause when I do look at LinkedIn, it is more professional than TikTok. Like anybody can see that, but I want to show people that it LinkedIn can also be fun and TikTok can also be professional because it can. So absolutely. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I actually run, um, 
I actually do a little bit more of a professional TikTok account because unfortunately my dance moves are super cringeworthy. And so I, but I'm trying to incorporate a little bit more fun into my LinkedIn account as well too, just by kind of, you know, posting just like my real life and stuff. So for me, I kind of, I see what you're doing. And I have to say that my favorite video of yours, Jade, is the one where you um, said that you died in the ambulance for 37 seconds. <laughs> I, I, I watched that right before jumping on here and I was dying laughing. It was so funny. Yeah, I kind of wanted to make that one really funny just because that's my sense of humor. God, it was such a like, it started off so serious and then it was just, uh, I loved it. People need to go watch that one specifically. So, okay, I am super, super impressed with the way that you've leveraged two platforms to get more brand deals. And are you only getting music now or are you starting to see like retail brands, fashion brands, like all of the above start to kind of reach out to you as well? Yeah, so when I first started like getting like um, like having music artists and people reach out to me, it was mainly just music artists and stuff. But now I've started working with um, like other like actual products and stuff as well, which I find really fun. Yeah, and it takes a lot of creativity too, though, because yeah. the thing on TikTok is like, okay, yes, every video is its own kind of world right and it's not like instagram where okay everyone's gonna like you can kind of seamlessly put in sponsored ads on tiktok it's quite obvious i feel when someone has you know is sponsoring a product or something like that so it requires even more creativity i feel to make it blend and kind of do extremely well exactly yeah with tiktok i find it so fun because um i always see it as like hide and seek with some things like um like I got sent like some drinks and I would hide them around my video, just like put them in random places. And it was just really fun. Um, like I love the, like the product placement ones and, um, clothing too. I find that really fun as well because, um, a lot of people, like a lot of my followers, uh, they see my clothes or every video I, I post a video and people will always comment, Oh my gosh, where did you get those shoes? Where did you get those shirts? Like, where do you buy your clothes from? So I really like doing clothing ones as well. Um, just because a lot of people, like a lot of my followers ask where I get my clothes from. So that is awesome. And you do have a really cool sense of style. Um, like I've no, I saw that as well, like the glasses and everything seem kind of a signature as well. So I do love your style, love your hair color, obsessed with it. Um, now when I had sent you kind of like a message prior to kind of ask, okay, what are some of like your top tips for TikTok, you mentioned a strong bio is really important. So I'm just going to go ahead and read your bio on TikTok real fast for the podcasters that are listening. Um, so you have put your email in, your Snapchat in, and then your, your hashtag in, as well as then your website, correct? Yep. Awesome. So talk to me about what Jade's Dinos is, because I see a hashtag and, a, and the cutest little T-Rex. Okay, so I absolutely love dinosaurs. I've loved dinosaurs since I was little. Um, they've always been such a cool thing to me. I used to read books and watch movies all about them. I, I'm a bit of a dinosaur nerd, I, I will admit. Um, so I was live on TikTok one day, um, and this is when I had like around 100,000 followers. And people like, yo, like we want a fan name. Like what are, what are, what's your community called? And I was like, I haven't even thought about that. 
and some of my friends have some really cute names for their followers so I was like what can I what can I call my followers so I thought you know what I absolutely love dinosaurs so why not call them my little dinos and have like them as a huge gang like like a fun family like and like yeah my generation we like to put like if there's a group of people that like the same thing, we like say we all like milkshakes. We'll call it like the milkshake gang or something like that. So yeah, I thought, why not have something that I, I absolutely love? So dinosaurs, like my dinos. Jake, I've been stuck on a name for my people for so long. I think it's so funny that you bring this up because that's what I went to sleep thinking about yesterday. I was like, <laughs> what would I call them? And I was like, maybe the killer G's. <laughs> I was like, you know what? I don't even know. I don't even know. So I'm going to have to pick your creative brain to help me with there. But I love that you did that. It's kind of like the Beliebers or the, the Beehive, the Beehive, you know, Beehive for Beyonce and stuff like that. So mm-hmm. it's, um, it, it really, again, reinforces that sense of community. And also one thing that I find extremely professional is that you've actually gone in and created a personal website because that's one place I feel a lot of influencers fall really short. Yeah, I kind of wanted to have some something like, even if it's not like the most amazing website, but I just wanted to have somewhere that people can go to to learn a bit about me, to see what I do other than just my TikTok videos because I I like to be really open with my followers. I talk a lot about a lot of personal things like mental health, sexuality. So I really want to be personally connected with my followers um, through me as a person as well as my dancing and my music. So, yeah. yeah I love that, that kind of like transparency and stuff I try to talk like really really openly about mental health and stuff like that as well too and sometimes people are kind of taken aback because they're just not used to it they're kind of used to covering things like that up Mm -hmm. and I just think there's so much more benefit in as an influencer being open about our struggles our our vulnerabilities our weaknesses instead of just trying to kind of flex it for the gram and all that all the time like just be real because that's what's going to truly draw people in Exactly. I see way too many people on social media showing off that they have this perfect life when in reality, that's not true. And people like I see a lot of kids like commenting on these celebrities videos and stuff like, oh, I wish I had a life like this. Imagine having a house that nice. So me being me, I am not afraid to show the ugly truth. So I talk about mental health. I talk about that I talk about my house not being so big and that um, like family problems and stuff and just so that people feel like, oh, maybe it's okay to not be perfect. Exactly. So I kind of run like a social media slash like entrepreneurship account. And I talked really openly about how I've had like the shittiest year in business yet this year. And it's like crazy to me because a lot of entrepreneurs are like, oh, look at my Lamborghini. Oh, look at my mansion. Oh, look at my Rolex. And I'm like, look, Sometimes you're going to sit in the corner and cry your eyes out because everything is sucks. And so I'm kind of super open about that too. And I think that really goes a long way. And another piece of really interesting advice, Jade, that you had mentioned is that you like to add unique things into the background of your video- videos or like hidden messages. Can you mm-hmm. give me like some examples of that? Because that is something I haven't heard anyone really do. Yeah, so I like to um, hide little like secrets in the background, like for my followers to find. Because um, on TikTok, um, not a lot of people know this, but <clears throat> if you 
Like if somebody watches your video over and over and over again, that helps push it out there more so that pe- like TikTok will throw that video out more because it's getting a lot of attention. Um, so what I'll do is sometimes I'll have something flash up on the screen really fast or I'll have someone do something crazy in the background so that people will talk about it in the comments and then like the person reading the comments will try and find it. Um, and then people will keep re like watching that video, the minutes like will add up and then my video will just keep getting like thrown out there because of the amount of rewatches. So, Okay, so that strategy, Jade, when did that come to you? Because that is freaking genius. <laughs> yeah, well, I, I figured it out. Um, so I posted two of the exact same videos, but the only difference was, was somebody ran across the background in a unicorn uh, with a unicorn mask on and the difference between the views on those two videos it was the exact same dance the exact same song i was put on the exact same faces and i was in the same outfit everything was the same apart from that one thing in the background and the thing with the background had 10 times the amount of views in the other one. Oh my god do you often do that jade where you like will post the same video but do little tests yeah, I've, I've done that a few times. Like I did a test with uh, my energy. One video, I did the exact same dance, same outfit, same makeup and everything. And I just put more energy into the other one. Like the other one, I was just doing effortlessly. The other one, I was like really going for it. And the one where I went for it did the best. Okay, that's, that's freaking awesome. Because I think there is a lot of, there are a lot of people that don't test it's just kind of like put things out there move forward put things out there move forward they don't actually review the data you know and really i guess review the data or kind of a b test like that and that's one thing that i personally want to start doing a lot of jade where i do like little tiktok experiments or instagram experiments and just try to like break down the algorithm and start like i don't know i'm a super nerd when it comes to social media so i just like love to understand what are little tricks? What are little hacks? And that is just phenomenal. I'm going to go watch all of your videos looking for secret clues now. So I'm going to ramp your view time way up after this is done. Yeah, well, you'll, you'll spot, you'll probably spot my stepdad poking his head in the video somewhere. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. Well, he was helping, you know, with you, with the mic earlier as well, too. So it seems like a really, really great guy. So, um, Jade, <laughs> you know, talk to us a little bit about just final takeaways for us for some of like the top, top TikTok tips you have, especially just for like massive, massive growth that people don't realize. Okay, so... I always tell people like one of the biggest things is consistency. Um, if you're posting consistently, people are always going to come back because they're like, oh, this person's posting another video. They've posted another video. Oh, they keep posting more videos today. Da, 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 da. Um, they want to come back if you're posting consistently. Um, and another tip is definitely engagement because that's what's, I definitely feel like that's what's helped me the best um, because if I, weren't in, if I wasn't engaging with my followers and I was just kind of posting a video and then ignoring everything else that happens, um, I wouldn't have those loyal supporters and I wouldn't have my little dinos. I wouldn't have that community around me. I'd just have numbers and faces and all that. So yeah, engaging with your followers and people that don't even know you. If you start commenting on other people's videos, um, that kind of invites them into your community as well because they're like, oh wow, uh, this person was really sweet to me. I'll give back that same energy. Um, and that's how I've made a load of friends. I just comment on random people's videos. I'm like, wow, your outfit looks amazing today. You absolutely killed this. 
or whatever, like just kind of doing normal friendly things um, because that builds a community around you as well as friendships too. So that's always fun. That is, that is some, that is some good tips because like the consistency, like, so a lot of people, you know, right now it's quarantine. So everyone's putting out a lot of content, but it's going to be interesting to see when the lockdown is kind of no longer there what's going to happen you know are yeah. people, are people going to be as consistent and it's going to it's going to really show so um jade i've heard the post like two times a day um and that's like a good sweet spot um would you kind of agree with that or would you disagree with that i would agree um i post around 2 to 5 videos a day on tiktok um just cuz they're like 15 seconds it's not like anything crazy so yeah, like when I tell people I post like two to three, like two to five videos a day, they're like, whoa, that's insane. I'm like, you've got to remember it's only 15 seconds. <laughs> you can, you can so, like yeah. knock them out. Like it's actually a lot easier to knock them out than you would ever imagine when you just kind of set that time out every day just to create content. Exactly. Um, but, you know, I've seen people put in like hours and hours of effort for like a 15 second shoot, which is also equally as impressive. Yeah, you see, I do videos where it takes me one take and I've, ta- I've made videos that's taking me a couple days. Um, so yeah, it, you can, it doesn't matter. To be honest, it doesn't really matter how much effort you put into your videos. Um, just because TikTok is so random. Like, I, like another test, um, I posted at the exact same time um, on different days. So one day I posted at 3 p.m. The next day I posted at 3 p.m. And one video I put so much effort in and it flopped at the same time. And then the next day I posted a video that I put absolutely no effort in and it did amazing. And then the next week on the same days I posted a video at 3 p.m. I put so much effort in, it blew up. The next day, 3 p.m. I put no effort in, it flopped. So it's kind of, it's very random. So are you getting a little bit better at predicting which of your videos are going to really take off or is it still kind of like, you know, sometimes it just surprises you? Honestly, with TikTok is very random, but you kind of get an idea. Yeah, I I put out a video the other day where I was like, I really think this one's going to do a little bit better than my other ones because it was just a little more personal and luckily it did. But then I had one that was like kind of random and it did a lot better than my others. And I was like, okay, I did not expect that, but I will do more of that. So do you find yourself doing a lot more of what works and, you know, a lot less of what doesn't work, kind of like continuing to test that way as well? Yeah, I always tell people, don't be afraid to experiment because that's that's the whole fun of it like to experiment um i've posted like 10 videos a day just doing experience to see what works and see what happens like and it's really fun and you've just gotta and at the beginning always um like experiment find your theme because if you like stick with a theme people are more likely to come back because um, i do my dance but i also do my comedy videos at the same like at the same time like um, people know me for dance, but they also like to see my singing videos. Or they like to see my uh, comedy videos as well. So find your theme, stick through it, and don't be afraid to experiment with it. So question, like the whole experimenting thing, right? Mm-hmm. So if do people question why you're posting like the same video, but one thing changed like a couple days later? Or how do you kind of do that and have your audience like understand exactly what you're doing? 
Okay, so um, I will post the video, and then once the video is posted, I'll just kind of write in the comments, and because like you're the creator, it stays at the top, so everyone will see that. So I just say, "Hey guys, doing an experiment. This is what's happening," and then people are like, "Yo, that's so cool!" And then um, people also like to see the experiments too. They want to know what's happening. So if you say that, they're going to be like, "Okay, remind me when the next video is up," and or they'll put your notif like notifications on for your accounts and know when these experiments or challenges are. Um, coming up okay that is I mean I don't know many tiktokers that are reducing things down to like a science like that so Jade I just want to commend you like I I don't know if you realize just how incredibly badass you are and if <laughs> like I am so so impressed and I want to just like I guess my final question for you is just what are some of like the coolest things that or the most unexpected things you've learned from your experiments I honestly, just the amount of it, like attraction that's built around me in such a short time. Like I never expected my life to change this fast in such an amazing way. Like a couple, like last year, I was just a nobody that just moved to a different country, had no friends, never really traveled that much. And now I am known globally which is insane to think. Um, I'm known all around the world, mainly in my city, but I go out in the streets before nobody would even look at me. Now I've got people asking to take pictures with me, telling me how I've impacted their life and helped them. And it's just, it's insane. It's amazing. And I would never, ever, ever even look back at my old life because being able to influence something like people in a really positive way is something that I've always dreamt of. So Jade, it's, yeah. you just hit it on the head for me. Like why I love social media so much is exactly what you've described. Like my <laughs> goal, my personal goal is to empower every person to put out what they love. You don't have to do it full time, right? Mm -hmm. You don't have to go all in, but I want you to Take what you love, put it online, share. Maybe it's a side hustle. Maybe it just makes you happy after work. Maybe it makes you millions of dollars. Maybe it makes you famous. But you're sharing your voice with the world, and that voice is going to be there long after even you're gone. And that's what's so crazy about all of this. So I love your story. It's like the Cinderella story of, you know, TikTok. It's just phenomenal. Like almost, almost overnight success, not quite, but it's clear that it's not luck for you. You know, you've really got the personality of an entertainer. I am, and after hearing you sing, I am going to be shocked if you don't blow it up in the music space as well. I know you are. And one thing that's really cool for me is seeing how musicians are leveraging TikTok, how they're getting their sounds promoted and getting them viral with challenges and dances. And when you start to, again, put a lot more music out there, Jade, I know you're going to be in like the best position to kind of blow it up using like a TikTok strategy that most artists don't even know of. Yeah, I'm, I'm so excited because at the minute I'm just doing covers because people aren't really that familiar with me singing. Um, they really mainly know me for dance. Um, so I just want to release covers for now just so that people are aware that I also make music too but I'm so excited to release my own uh, music I think that's a really good way to do it where you're steadily kind of like warming up your audience versus just like dropping something mm -hmm. um, because also it's very careful like you built up this brand right as a dancer and as a comedian if you throw in singer too fast 
it can really start to confuse your audience. So you have to ease it in. And I think that's a really good tip for anybody who's looking to start to introduce new things to their audience or new aspects of their personality. So that's also, I think, a really, really beautiful thing to learn from. And Jade, whenever your album does drop, I will be out there promoting it like crazy because like I said, your covers gave me chills and I'm just so, so excited to see where you take your music. I, I feel like you're just so insanely talented and just hoping to learn from you as well. Um, I definitely struggled with TikTok quite a bit in the beginning. I still am struggling um, in the sense that my my followers on Facebook, I had like this massive following. I thought they would translate on a TikTok, but they didn't make the migration, which is why I feel that it's actually kind of still in the early. It's not like super early, but it's still early enough to the point where people are migrating super quickly. Um, exactly. I also feel like it's a generational thing too, because I have noticed that still a lot of the older generations are very hesitant with it because they look at it and it's like, oh, it's just, it's just a kid's app. And I was speaking to somebody not too long ago and I was like, basically telling them about TikTok and stuff. And they was like, well, I downloaded it. I get, like, I looked through the For You page for about five minutes and I, did, I, I didn't like it, so I deleted it. And I was like, five minutes isn't enough time for the app to get to know you. I was like, think of TikTok, like the app, as a person. And you're trying to build a relationship with them. They're not going to know anything about you until you start telling them about you. So if you start liking the content that you're interested in and watching the content that you're interested in, searching up the content through the app that you're interested in, then they're not going to know every, like, anything about you. So it won't be able to show you the content for you. Exactly. So I can tell you, like when I first logged in, I felt intimidated as hell. And I think it's because the For You page doesn't really know you yet, right? Exactly. So there's just for you really popular videos of like, you know, people dancing and, you know, just really, really funny. And it's going to feel like you're in a talent show and you have no business belonging there. Mm -hmm. So for me, that's how I felt. I was like, damn, well, I'm not that gorgeous. I can't dance for shit. And I try to be funny, but I'm just like, you know, nor only my baby laughs at my jokes, which is probably going to end by the time she's three. So, you know, it is what it is. And then I got like kind of intimidated. And then I was just like, you know what? I'm just going to do me. I'm just going to keep it real. And if people just hate my content, it's just too dry for them. It is what it is. I'll find ways to make it more creative, but you know, I'll just do what I can. And I'm excited because again, like I said, today's like the first day I'm seeing, or today and yesterday are really the days I'm starting to see like a little bit more traction and starting to see like the possibility of the platform. And so after we get on this call, Jade, if there's any advice that you can give me on the growth of my account too, I would highly, highly appreciate that. Yeah, of course. I got you. I love that you are also sharing your insight with you said, you know, like I share it with all my friends, a lot of insight. Do you often find that people are actually taking your advice and taking action on it? Or do you see a lot of hesitance? Um, I mainly see a lot of hesitance with adults. Um, but I have helped out this one guy. He, um, he, he reached out to me a while ago and he was like, hey, do you have any advice on how I can build my account? And when I checked out his videos at the beginning, I was like, um, they're very dad jokey. Uh, they're not like, and you're putting too much on the, like too much is happening. Like he would have his video a song over the top and a load of stickers and gifts like all over the screen. And I'm like, take away the gifts, turn the music down a little bit. And you, you got a solid video right there because I find that with most 
um because like the gen z our attention span is so short now um and it's if the video is short it's what yeah. i've been talking about all week <laughs> yeah and um we always say that less is more now um so if you've got everything over the top like it's way too overproduced and stuff like we're most likely to just be like oh this is too commercial for us so if you like kind of chill it out a little bit we're more likely to watch it so when i told him that um he posted a couple more videos and now he's got like around a hundred thousand followers now that's insane well that was really sweet of you to consult with that with him too and i think that's definitely another income stream that you could definitely explore if you haven't already of just helping brands and companies learn kind of what's cool on tiktok because you got all these like middle-aged marketers right and they're like well how do we be cool on tiktok <laughs> and you know sometimes it takes like the lens of gen z to be able to like tell you what's cool it's not um my sister definitely texted me after a couple of my videos and was like, I cringed so hard, Sonia, try, try again. And my brother too, he was like, that sucked. And I was like, okay, well, at least I have siblings that will tell me how bad I am. <laughs> and so, and, and you know what? It helps. It really helps. It, it does. It really does. Like I have adults reach out to me sometimes to ask um, all sorts of questions about social media. And I find that that's really good for them because um, yeah, I'm young, but I grew up with social media, so I know a lot about it. I was raised with it. Um, but yeah, I I just, ever since I was young, I've just always loved um, helping people and inspiring people. So being able to have a voice, in, like being able to voice everything that I can say and possibly want to say in front of such a big audience, it's just, it's amazing. Well, I cannot wait to see where the rest of your career takes you, Jade. I mean, this is this is the very beginning for you. This is your beginning, you know? And you are so much further ahead than people are at the very end of their, their stage. So I personally am going to be on the sidelines cheering for massive, massive success for you. And you deserve it. Like, honestly, the way that you are, like, how humble you are, I know for a fact that people are just going to fall in love with you from every part of the world. So thank you again for taking this time to talk with me. Um, can you let my audience know where the best place is to find you and like maybe connect with you or reach out to you? Yeah. So if you want to reach out, definitely um, uh, reach out on my LinkedIn. It's just Jade Vinson, or you can email me at info at jadevinson.com. And Jade is spelled J-A-Y-D-E instead of J-A-D-E. So I, I did think that was like a really beautiful spelling as well. Oh, thank you. All right. Well, thank you so much, Jade, for taking the time to share your massive amounts of insight. For me personally, I think the biggest takeaway was the way that you test and the way that you add little details that get people to watch more and more and the experiments. I think that is kind of, again, my biggest takeaway from this. I'm excited to hear what the audience thinks when this episode drops. So guys, let us know, ask questions in the Facebook group. Join us after this episode at Social Media School with Sonia Kelji on Facebook, and we will see you for the next episode. Thank you.